I'm okay. I'm a professional. Try again. Oh, man. It's okay. We're rooting for you. Well, that's no fun. Welcome to Things That Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. And tonight we've got plants. Plants, <laughs> plants, and more plants. We've got plants uh, still in the safe house, still enjoying our time. Uh, it have been, uh, yeah, we've been working on gardening, helping Rachel's parents out and uh, with the new garden. And uh, it's awesome. It's the first time I've ever, like, laid down mulch in a proper raised bed and like really gotten it right and it's awesome it feels good like it, it really does it does feel good it's been amazing like this is what i want to like retire to it's just wake up in the morning go water some plants go do some farming and then like come back and, and code <laughs> That's just what I want to do every day. It's like I want my day job or at least my daily routine to include uh, playing in the dirt in some form. <laughs> we've had it, we've had that. We have uh, near there's a shed near us that is uh, Rachel can describe it in all its wonder, but it is uh, burrowed under all the cement blocks I that like are its foundation have been moved and scratched around because there is at least one fairly large family of foxes underneath it. Foxes? Yeah. Like actual foxes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Foxes. So, fun fact. Okay, this shed, well, it's glorious. The world needs to know about this shed. It is bright yellow. It has flowers painted on the side because that's what my mom has done to it. And it's been there forever, since long before my parents got this property. So what you need to know about foxes is they come back to the same place year after year. They mate for life, and then they come back to the same place year after year to have the babies. And you can't get rid of them. So you would want to because they're super cute. And yeah, they play like little adorable. puppy dogs. They, they're yeah. absolutely cute. And when you have a garden, they get rid of rabbits and all sorts of things that would eat your plants. But those concrete blocks, they're actually not foundation. They were to keep the shed standing by blocking access underneath because they're literally digging out everything under the shed. <laughs> the fact that it's still standing is some sort of miracle. <laughs> it's really, really cute though. We went out one night right around dusk and there must've been, there was, a, we counted at least eight at once um, mm -hmm. jumping around playing. It looks like it's like a quiet puppy litter. Oh my so God. cute. Yeah, it's so cute. We've seen almost every day we'll see deer, especially like around dinner time. There's deer wandering around. Uh, I've seen not just those foxes, but I've seen at least one like really bright colored orange fox run across. That's uh, the coloring of the adults. Yeah. Lots of woodpeckers and hummingbirds. Um, I was told just today by a photographer who lives in town that a property two places up has a family of baby bobcats. Wow. Oh my so, gosh. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, what else? Definitely some bunnies, which uh is nice to see, but then I, I feel like I won't see them for that much longer. Because <laughs> the foxes are here. And then uh even one time I was in the garage with the, the garage door open, I was working because there's uh the workbench makes for a nice standing desk. And uh, I just heard little crunching of the like the the tall grass and I just heard it like slow and I was like 
what is that? And I looked over and there were five or six wild turkeys. What? Just within like 20 feet over there. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I There's am so jealous. There's a band of them. And they're loud when they get going. You can hear them. So it, it's, been, it's been a nice time and uh, we're hoping to extend it for a little while longer. Uh, we also, this past weekend, the deck never had any proper uh, like shade or anything. It's just an open deck. And we have this big shade thing, but we had no way to connect it. It was like a triangle. Like a beige, like burlapy triangle thing. Okay. And um, Rachel's dad was here. He went and uh, just in like twenty minutes created a giant pipe that like was affixed to the to the patio area and all to the you know to the patio area up there, and then like put in little rivets on the house. And within you know twenty or thirty minutes, had this whole thing wired up just fine. And uh, we sat out there, and now in the afternoon, we have nice shade, and <laughs> we go out there, and there's just a giant tortilla chip in the sky, <laughs> which is wonderful. <laughs> the moon in the sky like a tortilla chip in my eye. Sorry, I tried to make it work. Uh... So, so yeah, it was lots of, uh, lots of little animals, lots of uh, new plants being worked on great tortilla chips in the sky that's amore <laughs> i think we're mixing genres slightly but yes <laughs> so uh, yeah it's been it's been good what about you Stu? how what's new in plant life i mean i started making terrariums again finally and uh, now nice. that the, the snow is gone uh i can actually get to some moss outside which is great <laughs> i actually got Wait, so do you just take like a like a knife or something and just like whittle the moss off of stones uh it's not even that it's more just like i stick my grubby hands in the ground yeah. and rip up <laughs> chunks of moss I've, it, I've it's tried not to, hard to pull up it's not no it's not at all it's not even attached to anything really i've tried to start taking it from like because it grows around the edges of things right which is also a lot of uh -huh. times where animals are and like track and stuff and so a lot of the times they'll kick it up so i've just started picking up the stuff that like they've already kicked off the ground right like things that would blow away in the wind or die already so that way i'm not just destroying and disturbing what's on the ground to begin with you know i'm not taking away from what's there it's already been removed yeah. by something so i'm trying to do more of that rather than destroying my actual only supply of moss but, You're like the person who only eats the fruit that has already dropped down off the tree. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a real thing. Um, <laughs> in the sense of yes, I've, I'm I'm the person that only picks up the moss that's already been taken off the ground. Um, but yeah, no, I got uh, so I got requested to actually go and make a catalog of my terrariums and like Ooh. the sizes that I offer for a restaurant downtown, and so they're a. Uh, a farm to table place and and everything and they they wanted to see what i had to offer and so i have to make a a full catalog of my services and things like that and then present it to them and you know see if they're if they're interested but they really like my work so that's, that's really amazing. cool thanks yeah right. it's, it's it's really cool so yeah i've been working on that it's it's a it's a big project it's a lot of different sizes i got to do and make and make examples of and and everything and i'm just thankful that my wife has professional photography equipment so that way i can just use that <laughs> nice <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been good. That's that's really kind of been the newest thing in plant life for me. Nice. That's really cool. Thank you. All right. Well, let's get to some trivia. Uh, this is the 68th ever episode. Is it? <laughs> you disappoint me, Rachel. <laughs> Excellent.
Okay. That was so unexpected. That's great. <laughs> All right. Somebody no- else has got to chip in at some point. All right. Nothing else. Nothing else to add here from the peanut gallery. And we have six rounds oh, of peanut gallery. Qu- oh, I'm here to stay. <laughs> Six rounds of questions for all of us to answer round robin style and vie for uh, all the uh, tortilla chips in the sky in the world. So if uh, you're ready, we'll start with Stu. Thank you. My round is called What's on the Secret Menu? I'm going to list off item names from a chain restaurant's secret menu, and I need you to tell me what the restaurant is. Pretty straightforward. Uh, it's the names of whatever the foods are that they are. These are all very mainstream restaurants. I know you've heard of all of them and probably eaten at all of them. Yeah. So, I mean, these are secret menu items. Uh, I can give a description uh, as like hints, but for starters, I'll just do whatever the names are of the items. Cool. I'm ready. Buzzing when, yeah. Buzzing when you know it. Question number one, where could you find the ultimate BLT, the meat mountain? The roast ham and Swiss or the double French dip? Ryan. Rachel. I heard Ryan first on this one. Uh, I believe this would be the place where they have the meats. I believe this would be Arby's. That is correct. This would be Arby's. The meat mountain is what drew me (laughs) to this one. (laughs) Meat mountain. We've eaten a a fair amount of Arby's since we've been here because there's one close by. (laughs) Yes, I freaking love Arby's so much. (laughs) Well done. Nice. Question number two. At what restaurant could you find Andre's Surprise, <laughs> the Berry Lime Sublime, Fruity Pebbles, an Orchard Oasis, or a Tropical Tango? Ryan. Ryan. Uh, is this like... There's a few... Is this like Orange Julius? It's not Orange Julius, no. Rachel. Rachel. Jamba Juice. It is Jamba Juice. (laughs) Awesome. Well done. Uh, I've had Orchard Oasis. It's a really good one. I haven't had Fruity Pebbles or Andre's Surprise, (laughs) which is like actually a pretty popular one. Who is Andre? (laughs) I have no idea, but he really likes orange juice. (laughs) Okay. Nice. Two points to Rachel there. Uh, Question number three. Where could you order a double down poutine a zinger stacker or a hot pocket bowl? Whoa. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. Well, is this KFC? This is KFC. Wow. Oh, really? This is way <laughs> easier than I expected. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just have a gutter palate. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I do too. <laughs> the double I down. I have a buddy for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think the double down was actually like a, a thing they offered. Yeah. Yeah, but then it went away and then oh, it became okay. like a secret thing that they offered. There's also apparently a triple down, which is just another piece of fried chicken in between your fried chicken sandwich of Here fried for chicken. It. <laughs> <laughs> Although poutine from KFC doesn't, I mean, I guess it makes sense. They have, they have gravy. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Never tried it. Kind of want to now. Uh, last question of the round. These, this is. This is one of the reasons I did this round in the first place. These are just so ludicrous. Um, where could you find pickle O's, extreme tots, a pink lady, a slap yo mama, or a Frito pie? Rachel. Ryan. I heard Rachel first Good. on this one. Popeyes? It's not Popeyes. Ooh, right. Is it Sonic? 
It's Sonic. Yeah. What? Brian, why didn't I know this? <laughs> I don't know. Our Sonic fandom. <laughs> Sonic is the other place we've gone to a lot. It's pretty much between those two. Because where we're at, there's an Arby's, there's a Sonic, and there's like a Taco Bell. <laughs> I would be a-okay with that. I actually haven't had Sonic that much. I've only had it like a handful of times, but oh. I'd still be okay with that. Sonic is really big in Oklahoma. Huge. It's like real, like that's the thing. Like in the afternoons, because they do half price slushes and drinks and stuff like that. And yeah, uh, used to be able to get 99 cent mozzarella sticks with oh a little coupon God. thing. And they would never take them. So you just keep a stash of them in your car and just tell them you have it. <laughs> and they'd never take it. <laughs> Pro tip unethical tip. That's uh, fine. <laughs> they want you to use them. They want you. Yeah, they want you to come back. That's the thing. I know. Nice. Um, that's another two points to Ryan. Well done. I didn't even have to give descriptions of what those things were, and you guys were able to decipher that. Again, uh, I don't feel good about that fact, but <laughs> I probably could have gotten it too, though. To be honest, cheap fast food. Cheap fast food is uh, a specialty. It's a crutch of mine. So, uh, two points to Rachel. Six points to myself. Stu technically just holding down the fort, and uh, Rachel, it is your turn. Okay, my round, I call it pick your poison. Ooh. <laughs> I have come up with some uh, plants that are common in our environment or in things that we use every day that are also highly poisonous. I'm going to give you a description. You're going to give me the plant. Yes. This is a very one-sided <laughs> round, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, who knows, though? You might. <laughs> I mean, you should know this from cooking. No, oh. maybe. <laughs> okay. Question number one. This plant's beans, which when pressed create an oil used for hair treatment, moisturizer, food flavorings, candy, and an industrial chemical, are actually one of the world's deadliest plants because those beans contain high quantities of the notorious poison ricin. Ryan. Oh. Go ahead, Ryan. I have no idea, but soybeans? It's not soybeans. I believe there has been a there was a scare in the 2000s where um politicians were sent rice and powder. Yeah. Oh man. I thought that was like anthrax. Oh, uh, it might have been. No, I I think I know what you're talking about, Rachel. It's both. I mean, that's that's been a scare throughout our lifetimes. Mm. So yeah, don't open the white the envelopes with the white right. powder in them. Is this is this vanilla? It is not. Okay. Ooh, that's a really good one. What you're looking at here is actually the castor beans. Castor. Ooh, castor oil. Yeah. Mm. Castor oil. It's a it's in a lot of vegetable and cooking oils. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. So nice. the oil is pressed from the beans, but the beans alone are really really toxic. I mean, they're like I think one bean will kill a child and a couple will kill an adult. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I like how they're like, this killed half of our of our people. Let's just smush it and see how that works. <laughs> Try again. You there, <laughs> guinea pig. Try again. This time, smush it. Okay, question number two. Despite fostering strong and lethal addictions worldwide as the most prevalent non-food, commercially grown plant, this plant's most, most deadly property is actually revealed upon eating its leaves, which can be deadly upon ingestion. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. The tobacco leaves? 
that is tobacco leaves. Nice. They are deadly, of course, smoked for a number of reasons, but they are highly, highly toxic if you eat the leaves. Huh. Well done. I have no familiarity with any of that, but I feel like I've... Don't people roll tobacco leaves? But they're dried, right? They're dried. No. And they're burning them. Mm. They're not just ingesting them. They're inhaling it instead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, 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 I don't leaf... know what the science of it is back, but if you like eat a leaf, it's really, really bad. It causes like cardiac arrest. You this leaf it's... is highly toxic. Do not eat it. <laughs> what if I smoke it? That's a lethal dose. <laughs> Sorry. I will leave. Not, not bad. <laughs> or leave. It's okay. We're rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. I'm good. <laughs> Question number three. Uh, two points to Ryan there. This plant makes for a lovely tart and a colorful pie. But don't try the leaves if you value your kidneys. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Boysenberry. Not boysenberry. Because it kind of rhymes with poison. <laughs> just because poison doesn't mean that they're related in any way. Well, I mean, they rhyme, so they must be close. That's Rhyming how doesn't work. equal. No, I'm not. No, I, I can't. I, I just can't. I leave. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Stu. Go ahead, Stu. Oh, I have another Cherry? One. It's not cherry. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Because I know that there's... No, there, I believe there is arsenic in the pits of cherries. Yeah, it's, it's in the pits. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure if it was in the bark or the leaves or anything, too. Yeah, this right. one's interesting. I don't generally see it in the grocery store with the leaves, but I'm, I'm sure you could see it like that. This is rhubarb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not absolutely. rhubarb leaves. I was going to ask if I could go again, but I was going to say Loganberry. I did. You... He did, yeah. Okay. I yeah, literally okay, said okay. those words. He, he, hear me, he, hear me out. Hear me out. You hear me out. I want to go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be wrong. Negative two points to Ryan. I didn't hear that at all. <laughs> I was gonna say Logan Barry. Your position as scorekeeper. No I feel like the kept. fact that of all my scorekeeping, I've won like less games than our fingers on my on one hand. It should You've tell also you that played I, less than the rest of us. That's true. Yeah. Question number four. This plant, with roots like parsnips, leaves like Queen Anne's lace, and a scent of carrots, is actually one of the most deadly plants in North America. Those who are lucky to survive the fast and normally fatal effects are left with lasting neurological damage. Whoa. We've talked about this before. Can you repeat uh -huh. it again? This plant, leaves. with roots that look like parsnips, leaves like Queen Anne's lace, and a scent of carrots, is actually one of the most deadly plants in North America. Those who are lucky enough to survive the fast and normally fatal effects are, la are left with lasting neurological damage. Hmm. Um, no, I, I don't have no idea. That's what it is. Uh... God, I can't remember the freaking name of it. It's its flowers are yellow. They look like Queen Anne's lace, but they're yellow. I uh, I know you now. <laughs> yep. I keep wanting to say wild horseradish, but it's not freaking wild horseradish. You're so close. Oh God. 
I, I don't like I just don't even know the name of it. Ryan, uh, do you have yeah. a guess? You said yellow, so <laughs> <laughs> I will think yellow of a yellow flower. flower. Good, not poison. <laughs> uh I I don't I have nothing. This is going to be wild hemlock. Oh, that's what it is. Hemlock. Oh my gosh. I knew it began with an H. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was like, you're so close. You're so close. Oh I can't give you anything else because. No, it's fine. That's it. <laughs> that's fine. I didn't, I didn't earn anything on that one. I just is, knew what you were talking about. Isn't there a show called Hemlock's Grove? I think that's so. Potentially where that comes from. It probably. I mean, it's a wicked, wicked poison. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. I have. Rachel with two, <laughs> myself with eight, and Stu just holding down the fort. Should have done better on that one. I'm kind of disappointed with myself. <laughs> really, it's easy am. to overthink the ones that you know. Yeah, that's true. Plus, Ryan was pretty quick on the buzzer. Amen. That is all of <laughs> trivia. Is It's easy to mess up what you know. That's why you don't have to think about it. You just go. <laughs> go. Reaction. Yeah. All right. Uh, my round is general trivia. We're going to do this geek bracket style again, where I have six total questions and you both will go back and forth. You'll select four of them and uh, you'll both play this general trivia. I'm excited for the, the topics. The rounds are literary places, international places, coordinate places, internet places, fantasy places, and curses. <laughs> curses. Where is curses. the place for the curses? <laughs> Curse you. So, uh, Stu, when you're ready. Uh, let's, let's go with internet places. All right. Internet places. This is about domain names. Yes. Oh, yeah. What top level domain, as in .com, .edu, etc., is the longest available at 12 characters being made available in 2013. Uh, this might be used for a website for one of the village people, or maybe somebody driving a caterpillar machine, or maybe somebody just working at a Habitat for Humanity site. Top Stew? level? Stew. Dot construction? It is dot construction. Wow. Ooh. Nice job. Thank it you. Is the longest TLD available. Wow. Holy crap. I also found out that uh, it is a very expensive to register these like hundreds of thousands of dollars just to petition to have one available and you have to show like a certain proof of concept. Um, Convince I can't do anything. <laughs> and there is a group I found out while doing some researching. Uh, there's a couple different groups that like are the ones who register a lot of these and they have certain obviously financial interest in doing it uh one of them is called donuts and uh <laughs> it was the history for this according to wikipedia uh was it was originally applied for by both the uh minardose group and donuts though donuts prevailed in august 2013 <laughs> i just like the term though donuts prevailed <laughs> uh it was a bunch wow. of stuff. There were some auctions about the naming rights uh, and a bunch of random stuff. Uh, but donuts prevailed. As they should. As, As they, they should, should, yes. As they should. Uh, Rachel. Do not tell them no. No. It's a sweet victory on their case. <laughs> Just icing, <laughs> icing on the cake. 
<laughs> they got they they got the whole picture. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> you just want the old fashioned way. <laughs> oh my god! I love old fashioned donuts. They're my favorite. They actually they're my favorite too. Oh my Me gosh! Too. Really? I love oh. them. Which is a good old fashioned podcast. Yeah. Man, we really sprinkled those puns in there. <laughs> oh, Ryan, you should keep going before. Oh, I'm so, I'm so I don't know. That, the last one glazed over me. Oh. <laughs> Rachel, pick a question, please. Um, curses. Curses. Question number six here. I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. Yes? Just give me a... I'm so sorry. Give me a second. <laughs> I, I, I hope uh, those puns didn't fry your brain. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I always, cream. Yeah. I always just, I laugh so hard at using the, like, at that pun, right? Like, it glazed. Because I think of Wreck-It <laughs> Ralph to where King Candy's like, no, he glazed me. It's just, it, I didn't, like, I fucking burst out laughing in the theaters from that. I just thought it was so funny, and I still think it's so funny for no reason at all. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm a professional. Centered. All right. Please continue with your For God's sake, Stu, you're a host on an award-winning podcast. Host, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a player on a podcast. I would not say that I'm a host. <laughs> Contestant. There we go. Oh, my well, gosh. Contest this. What spell is Lucius Malfoy about to cast when Dobby is given the sock for his freedom? I mean... I him calling it but rachel do you want to call it too yeah i guess i'll go ahead and do that because i figured that you would know immediately as well i i was between two but thank you for your courtesy oh okay <laughs> actually you know what actually you know what that's not appropriate Stu, go ahead uh, avada, good morals avada kedavra it is avada kedavra the death curse the killing curse Dada what was your avada. other one that you thought of rachel it was um, the um, whatever. It's been so long since I've read the books or seen the movies. Um, it was ever whatever that curse is that makes them do something. I was trying to remember oh, the context. Yeah, like I can, s- curse. yeah, yeah. Like I can. No, that's the torture curse. Oh, like stupefy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, it's the Im- imperative. Whatever, yeah. whatever. When they did the spider thing in the class. Yeah. And whatever. See, like I can picture the scene in my mind, but I'm like, I just can't remember the context of the scene. No, he was gonna kill him. <laughs> Imperio, I believe. Maybe. Oh yeah, Imperio. Yeah. He was gonna kill him real good. Yeah. Over a sock. Over a How sock. was anything ever killed real good, Ryan? Uh, have you seen Harry Potter? They'll get him real good. How was it killed real good though? <laughs> I don't know. Answer me that. I know, I don't. Good. I'm not. You're the Slytherin in this group. Ooh. I know, but I do have a sense of morals. <laughs> Ryan, are you a Gryffindor or a Ravenclaw or a Hufflepuff? He's a Hufflepuff. Uh, yeah, more often than not. Although I've had it, like, I've done it multiple times, and I'm pretty much, I'm like 70% Hufflepuff, 25% Ravenclaw, 5% Gryffindor, I think. That's my own interpretation, but. I'm a 60-40 Ravenclaw Hufflepuff, Ooh. but I ended up in Ravenclaw more than Hufflepuff, which I was surprised about. Ooh. 
Me too, and to I've be honest. I've never not gotten Slith- <laughs> Slytherin. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that part doesn't surprise me. Eh. Makes me mildly happy. Consistency is key. I am a Hufflepuff. <laughs> My body can't produce lactose. Can't digest lactose. Can't digest lactose. <laughs> or remember dumb memes on YouTube. I'm a Hufflepuff. There's a whole video. It's wonderful. <laughs> You've seen that, right, Stu? Yes, it's been okay. a long time. Like, you figured something in my brain that I completely forgot about, but I have seen that. <laughs> it's important to bring it back. We'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, all right, Stu, you have literary places, international places, coordinate places, and fantasy places. Um, let's do fantasy places. All right, fantasy places. Mickledelving, meaning large excavation, is the chief township and pseudo capital of what fictional land? Mickledelving. Can you repeat that? Mickledelving. <laughs> meaning, <laughs> <laughs> meaning large excavation is the chief township and pseudo capital of what fictional land? Stu? Stu. Fern Gully. <laughs> Not Fern Gully. Although I like that. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can't think of anything else, to be honest. All right. There's not a whole lot to go on here, but uh, Mickel Delving, and uh, Rachel is immediately going to clap back at me because this is the Shire. This is the what? chief town in the Shire. What? That was a very poorly worded question. Uh, well, would you like to expand on it? Well, you said land, not mm-hmm. region, not okay area. So I was That's trying not... to think of a world, of an entire world. Mm. But I did forget that, so. Mickle delving. I tried to look it up. It's not a, I guess, a true capital, but it is the place where the mayor who, which I said pseudo, but is considered the chief township and um, the kind of de facto capital of the Shire, the big town, more or less, where they actually go in multiple times in their bidding. It is uh, mostly, as I understand, having uh, not read much of the books, to be honest, uh, mostly handled in the, in the prelogue. Uh, and there's a mayor. Mayor does some stuff, but that is the. Huh. Give me a second. All right, <laughs> I figured this was coming. Yeah, I was gonna say I can feel the tension of thought. <laughs> Mickle delving. Mickle delving. What's the name of the episode? Mickle delve. His name was my name too. Rachel, where you at? I have some conclusions, but they're not favorable. All right, what do you have? For Ryan. So I'm just I'll start off by admitting that I probably wouldn't have known this if it was asked another way. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend I would have. So nobody got points at the (laughs) end. So nobody got points. But I think you gotta reword it because this is just the largest township and it's unofficial. Because things are there. It's also referred to as White Downs. Um, I saw that it was nickel delving in the White Downs. But in the, bu- in the books, it's also referred to just as the White Downs in places. 
So Mikkel delving doesn't always isn't always present. So its prominence can feel diminished. Well, pretty diminished considering no one really knew what it was. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, uh, I wanted a Lord of the Rings question in there, and Mikkel delving found it cool. Well, I, I appreciate you putting it in, and I guess I wouldn't have known it if it was worded any other way anyway. Also, it had to be really hard to put a, a Lord of the Rings question in. I also tried to just give it something where it seemed reasonable. Like, I don't know, Nickel Delving to me sounds Hobbit-ish, just naturally. Oh, yeah. Tom Bombadil, Nickel Delving. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, I appreciate you putting in the question. It, it's, it's a weird thing, and um, as, you'll prob- as everyone has probably realized, Tolkien stuff is really polarizing. <laughs> really polarizing yeah yeah let me spend 40 pages detailing the majesty of the lands also here's this tree i named him tree beard (laughs) that's it next chapter ship it (laughs) all right rachel you have one more to go uh you have literary places international places coordinate places coordinate places all right. Thank let's, you. That was the other one I wanted to do. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on there, but it's interesting. Let's coordinate places let's... based on their latitude. Oh, geez. Which one's which? I don't remember. Latitude is the horizontal. Lat is fat. Okay. Longitude is up and down. Latitude. What European city that has been a major city settlement for almost three millennia shares a near exact latitudinal coordinate with Chicago at 41.9 degrees? European Stu? capital city. Stu. I don't know my capitals. Um, <laughs> Mickle Delving. Mickle Delving. Uh, is Oxford? Not Oxford. Okay. Can you repeat it? What European capital city that has been a major city settlement for almost three millennia shares a near exact latitudinal coordinate with Chicago at 41.9 degrees? Rachel. Rachel. Rome. Yes, it is Rome. Oh. <laughs> Europe's like really far south. I remember when I was living in France, I always think is like, this is quite literally the middle of Canada. Yeah, really far north. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really far north. Yeah. You don't realize, yeah, everything's uh, misconstrued heavily because of circles. Because of stupid maps. <laughs> It'd be so much easier if it was just a flat earth. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think it is It is within like a tenth of a degree, the center of Chicago and the center of Rome. Wow. So you can practically walk there. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is the end of the first round, first half of the game. Uh, scores are Stu and Rachel tied with four, myself at eight, and uh, Stu, it is back to you. Nice. I don't have a clever title for this one. Um <laughs> I thought I tried to think of one. I couldn't do it. It's movies and apps. Uh, so I'm going to give you a mashup description of a movie synopsis and a phone application, and I need you to give me the name. They Ooh. share the same name. Uh, is essentially what it is. It's not even a mashup of the two. It is the same name between the movie and the iPhone or the phone application. Okay. Okay. Uh, it could be really easy. It could be really hard, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's going to be pretty easy. Let's get to it. Question number one. A man finds himself hating those who are wealthier than him and decides to take matters into his own hands, using his own money to gain power and returns over time and distributing it to others. Rachel. 
Rachel. Oh. This is Robin Hood. It is Robin Hood. Nice. <laughs> yes, the movie and also the financial app <laughs> or stock management application. Nice. Two points to Rachel. Question number two. The easiest way to record your music and show your older brother who's boss is to be sent away from the summer where you can improve your talents, produce records, and get into all the lewd hijinks you can imagine. <laughs> can you repeat that? Yeah. yeah the, the easiest way to record your music and show your older brother who's boss is to be sent away for the summer where you can improve your talents, produce records, and get into all the lewd hijinks you can imagine. Hmm. I feel like I should know this. This is an you, iPhone app or a mobile app? It's a, it's a, it's a, it, it's, let me specify. Uh, it can be on multiple platforms, but it is also included. You can purchase this at the App Store or on Google Play or whatever it is. Okay. But it's not a desktop app. It can be a desktop app. It could share platforms in that sense, but it uh, is available on the phone. To record music? The easiest way to record your music and show your older brother who's boss is to be sent away for the summer, where you can improve your talents, produce records, and get into all the lewd hijinks you can imagine. Going once. I mean, is it GarageBand? It's not GarageBand. Mm, I don't know. Fruity this is, Loops. This Audacity. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Band oh. Yes, American Pie's Bandcamp and also the recording application. <laughs> Bandcamp is a isn't a recording. It's like a it's like a marketplace. It's where people put their music. What? Like you go to an artist's Bandcamp to check out their page. What? It's like this generation's <laughs> MySpace. Oh man, <laughs> I messed that one up. I got it confused with GarageBand in my head and in my. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's no fun. I'm sorry. Like I need to get a better question. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys. Thank you for setting me straight on that one. <laughs> I still like it. Bandcamp's a really cool platform. And they often have, a, I think it's, they only take like 5 or 10% of the cut oh, really? from the marketplace. And then they routinely do weekends, like almost every weekend, where it's 100% to the artist. So it's a pretty cool way to support artists. Awesome. Nice. Well, I learned something. I learned a lot of things. <laughs> Glad to help you out on your questions. <laughs> question during the show. Uh, <laughs> question number three. After a gruesome death, the spirit of a dead girl seeks revenge one week, one week later on all those who see her standing on their doorstep. Whoa. After a gruesome death, the spirit of a dead girl seeks revenge one week later on all those who see her standing on their doorsteps. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> the ring? The ring, yes. The ring doorbell? <laughs> ring oh. doorbell, ring application. <laughs> and the ring. Well done. <laughs> I was really hoping it would be Shazam. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Man. <laughs> I oh, now I'm upset. I should have had Shazam on the list. <laughs> I was surprised at the amount of movies that did actually have the same name as a freaking phone application. That's though. a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Two points for Ryan there. Question number four and the final question of the round. Uh, this one, the application name is contained within the movie name, but the movie name is a little bit longer than the application name. This is okay. the only one where it's not like the exact same thing. 
Sure. Okay. Cool. Question number four. After losing his dog and getting overthrown by his co-host, a pompous news reporter and his crew decide to switch from TV to podcasting. Oh, whoa. You want the app or the movie? Uh, I've, I want the movie title. Is it Anchorman? It is Anchorman. And it's Anchor oh. FM. <laughs> yes. Nice. Well done, Rachel. <laughs> Woo! Two points to Rachel. Woo! Clever. <laughs> Thank you. I that was I was like I said I was genuinely surprised at the amount of freaking applications <laughs> that are the same name as his movies. That is really good. Uh, nice. I have uh, Stu with four points, Rachel with eight points, myself with ten points, and uh, Rachel, it is your round. Okay, here's one that I am hoping I am right with how much you know about these things with both of you. So prepare to be fingers crossed. Otherwise. I'll speed through this to keep everyone out of their misery. So my round is called one, two, three tech companies for you and me. (laughs) So I've given you, I'm going to give you three of the early products slash services slash inventions of some of the biggest tech slash science companies in the world. And you're going to give me the company. Ooh, nice. I know at least Ryan has done some searching, like, you know, and see how the history of these things are. But kind of, if you know a lot about these companies, you know kind of where they began. Yeah. Just remember, these are headline news companies today. These are not obscure, at least to us. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Question number one. They made information and time punch cards, copiers slash duplicators and solid-state computers based on discrete transistors. And for the last one, the date of that is 1966. We're getting really early. Stu. Go ahead, Stu. Um, is this Intel? It is not Intel, but you are right in the right realm. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. There's so many. Is this Sun? This is not Sun. Sun oh, is actually um, came around later. Sun Microsystems. Wow. Yeah. How many guesses do we have? Can we can we do it you again? You can go there... ahead again. Each one of you can go again for one point, and after that, <laughs> just because I like doing this, you can do it for a half point. <laughs> Curses. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Stu. Wow. It's is this Dell? It's not Dell. Okay, I don't think that they were that old. But Dell was like just wanted to check. Dell, I think, actually started like in the nineties. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did, but. You never know. Um, Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. There's still a couple I'm torn between, but is it uh, Oracle? Not Oracle. Any other guesses? IBM. You know what? I'll give you a half point for that. Yeah. What's your half point? <laughs> Fine. You get a quarter point. Quarter point to Ryan. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, eventually you can cash those in after like a couple of the rounds, right? Like you can get a whole point for them. <laughs> yeah. It's like Chuck E. Cheese tokens. You invest early, it'll compound over time. Yeah, right. Yeah, so this is IBM. They started before the turn of the century doing punch cards, scales, um, and then they kind of started doing what are called information punch cards. So for things like the census. Hmm. And so really sped up time in getting that. And then they started doing copiers and duplicators. And they, of course, um, if you know about computer chips and semiconductors and all of that um they of course have always been a pioneer in that 
Nice. Cool. So a uh, quarter point to Ryan on that one. Question number two. Grocery store food products, black and white TVs in the 70s, and their pilot 256K DRAM semiconductor. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was going through these and I was trying to figure it out. And some of these companies, you know, I, I went to these companies' sites to get the history. And some of them were like, we just like IBM was like descriptions of the things, but other places were like this model. This. <laughs> Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Radio Shack. Radio Shack is dead and should be forgotten. <laughs> Stu, do you have a guess? Can you, can you list off the things again? I'm sorry. I the black and white TVs in the seventies. Did you see food products in stores? Yeah, so I have done, before I do this, I want to let you know that the timing is from oldest to newest. Sometimes they're really close in time together. Sometimes they're spread out, but it is from oldest to newest. Okay. So it's grocery store food products, black and white TVs in the 1970s, and the 256K DRAM semiconductor. (laughs) I, well, no. Food and semiconductors don't mix well. Only if oh. you're Apple. <laughs> if you, uh, you got to start somewhere. Guess so. Very like Nintendo esque. Uh, is this Sony? It is not Sony. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Is this Atari? It's not Atari. So, this oh. one, guys, is one that we know very well for phones in the United States, but. People often forget that a massive part of their work still remains in semiconductors. This is Samsung. Samsung. Oh, man. A, a huge, wow. I would say. Yeah, like they produced a, the chips over a long time that were in, in iPhones and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. They still are the big, I think they're still the biggest semi, they're the, the first or second largest semiconductor producer in the world. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, T, uh, what is it? TSM, Taiwanese Semiconductor Company, or whatever, TSC. Yeah. Nice. I was so close to Sony. I was was trying to think of Samsung, but, and I mean, it was the same with IBM and Intel. I was like, it's right there. I got the letter right. What did they, how (laughs) did they start as a food company? They ran grocery stores, they did food supplying, and then they ran as a sugar company. And then they started buying a little electronic shops and started doing that until they were able to start making their own TVs. And then they tried to expand more into tech. Wow. The grocery store, I think it started in the 1930s. Wow. And then the battery and the sugar pack blew up. (laughs) (laughs) See, everyone starts somewhere. One day you're selling grocery food products and the next day you're the largest one of the largest cell phone manufacturers in the world it's just how the world works yeah totally it's natural progression (laughs) (laughs) me looking at my world hoping that happens Um, (laughs) okay question number three Um, i'll just start off with saying this one is more on the science side mass production citric acid (laughs) mass scale production of penicillin and the BNT162B2 COVID vaccine. I don't know which one is which one. Ryan. It's been headlined, so you should know which one is which. Go ahead, Ryan. I do Ryan. not know which one is which. I mean, it's between three, at least in the U.S. Johnson & Johnson. 
It is not Johnson and Johnson. <sighs> Stu. I have another Stu. guess. Pfizer. It is Pfizer. Two points to Stu there. Uh, Sweet. And the reason I put the numbers in is because I've seen the numbers in the news. I don't watch the news. Yeah, I yes, you do. You know either. about what's going on in the world than I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not I'll take okay. there. Grocery stores trying to ship semiconductors, <laughs> cats and dogs, pandemonium. Dark it's chaos, potato. and I'm happy. <laughs> okay. Question number four. Now, I chose this one because Ryan and Stu, I think both of you will be able to get this one. So this one okay. is a lesser known company, but should be very well known to both of you. Okay. All right. Okay. They have the DirectX drivers, the GPU, and the RIVA128. Stu. Go ahead, Stu. Is this NVIDIA? It is NVIDIA. Yes. Why didn't I just say it? <laughs> you knew it, Ryan. No. You felt it. Heart of the cards. You had <laughs> Two it. points to Stu there. Nice job on that you one. You have to believe in the heart of the cards. <laughs> I believe this is a very, very close game because it is Stu with eight points, Rachel with eight points, myself with 10.25 points. <laughs> you brought oh that on God. yourself. You could have had 10.5. Because <laughs> that would have made a difference. It would have made a difference, you know, but remember that quarter of it all right going into this <laughs> last round this is a familiar round this is triple rhyme time Ooh, yes okay i'll give yes, you yes, a yes. sentence of a thing where the answer is three rhyming words uh these all i'm double checking they all have like the same syllable count and everything so uh, question number one a disqualified love song to Antipasto and Caesar. A disqualified love song to Antipasto and Caesar. Wait, we need three rhymes, right? It's three, three. rhymes. I, you know, I, I knew it was obvious, but. Rachel? Rachel. I, I don't know about the first one, but a sad ballad, ballad salad. Um, no. Oh, I know what it is. Oh my okay, god! But yes. Rachel, Rachel should get points. That's for that really. I I'll give you one point because sad also rhymes kind of in, mostly. In kind of. Okay, this would technically be the invalid salad ballad. Invalid. Disqualified. Nice. I give you both one point because you both. No, no, I. I just knew the one word, but that was only because I could figure out rhymes after Rachel had already right, laid the groundwork. I don't need a point for that one. One point to Rachel. Oh, thank you. Question number Good. two. The violence that occurred at the Regal Castle in this big Tex city. Can you repeat the, that? The violence that occurred at the Regal Castle in this big Tex city. The violence that occurred at the Regal Castle in this big Tex city. Normally, we've done before where I'd give you one point if you got two of them. So, yeah. And I have a question. <laughs> All right. Two parts of it, I think, can be the same word, unless 
if if the correct thing if um, I don't even know if these the are city three is unique words. Okay. Although that would be interesting if a triple rhyme time was like buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. <laughs> well, can I can can I share with the two? I mean, if you I... if you have two, I'll give you a point. Well, I was just gonna say the fort in Fort Worth. No, no, it's not like that. Okay, because it's like castle. I was like fort. Okay, Fort Worth. That's what. That's where I was going. No, just three one-word instances that rhyme. So it's not like a compound or a two-word thing. The violence that occurred at the Regal Castle in this big Tex city. I mean, you can start with violence or Regal Castle or the big Tex city. I got nothing. All right. This would be uh, the Dallas Palace Malice. I couldn't Malice. Malice. Malice for fight. For violence. For violence. For violence. (laughs) For shame. Not sure what I think about that. Malice. The Dallas Palace Malice. No points there. Question number three. This one may be the hardest one. This month's magazine about the sum... Of new mages. This month's magazine about the sum of new mages. I realize how difficult these are when your brain is just spinning in 20 directions. Can you repeat it again? (laughs) This month's magazine about the sum of new mages. Dumped them. Man, I, I this feel like month's, I know what the new mages is, but. <laughs> this month's magazine about the sum of the new mages, or of new mages. Any guesses? Nope. I don't know <laughs> any of them. What are you thinking, Stu? I mean, new mages has got to be Apprentice. Uh, no. No. Maybe don't think new, just think mages. Oh. I mean, the sum of new mages. It doesn't help what I just said. No, that doesn't (laughs) help. Just saying it with different spacing doesn't help. (laughs) This month's magazine about the sum of new mages would be the magician edition issue. The, the the magician edition edition. Wow. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, nice. All right, the edition edition just rolls off the tongue. Question number four, and the last question of the game: the best piece of citrus scaling to new heights. I've forgotten the names of all citrus. Uh, it's, it's stew. Stew. Is this the sublime climb lime? Uh, I will give you that or the prime lime climb. Oh, the prime lime climb. Okay. I will give you two points for that. I think sublime works there. <laughs> Sweet. That's still not enough and to sour. beat you by your quarter point. <laughs> Sweet and sour. 
like this. Uh, that is the yeah the end of the game where these scores are obscenely close. It is Rachel with nine, Stu with ten, myself with ten point two five. See, Rachel, you're to blame for this. We oh, could no, have you're had actually over- happy about this. You just don't want to admit it. We could have had an overtime. We'll See, that's also you. <laughs> that's also on you. Oh, for for getting it right-ish. For getting it right-ish and then fighting about it. There are consequences to what you do. So quarter point. Bam. Gavel down. I win. <laughs> no, you don't win. You had the least points. Yeah, Ryan won. <laughs> By a quarter point, if you didn't recall. Yeah. But I won in the fact if you had to walk away with a quarter point you didn't want. You are an arbiter of chaos. Chaos is just straight up chaos. That's that's what this. That's what this is. That's all this is, honestly. Chaos of trivia. Chaos. You know what else is chaos? Our picks. We have a couple each episode. <laughs> a couple of us give a movie, a game experience, something cool like that. We recommend you check out. And Stu, today you have chaos. I do. That was a great <laughs> segue, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do have a pick. Uh, it's a it's a bit different this time. And so my pick is actually an Instagram that I think that everybody should go check out. Uh, it's an Instagram called Nick's Nature Shots uh, with underscores in between. So N-I-C-K-S underscore nature underscore shots. This is uh, an Instagram of a a park ranger. And so he is able to go into some interesting spots in some uh, national parks. I don't know where he's located at. But uh, yeah, and so he's able to get really close to animals and just takes beautiful, beautiful photography of animals that he sees. I, I, I know that like, all right, cool, you know, anybody can have a nice camera and point it at something, right, and take a good picture. But I think that he has a unique opportunity to just sit in an environment and wait for the perfect moment because he's captured so many of those that are, I mean, I... I think it's just a matter of time before this person gets picked up either with like National Geographic or along the lines of like somebody's going to use this photos for like calendars or so. like it's it's going to go are somewhere. Amazing. They are beautiful. They are absolutely beautiful and he gets these moments like there's one with a crow that is my absolute favorite. And so, yeah, uh that's that's my pick. I actually grew up with this guy. Like he grew up like 6 miles away from my house. I nice. rode the bus with him. I crashed his go-kart into a giant <laughs> hole in his backyard. <laughs> I know this kid, uh this guy when we were kids and I caused was... monetary damage to him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no one was allowed to ride after that either. So, um yeah, I, you know, I recommend his Instagram and just for the sheer quality of his work, it's fantastic. And every time that he puts something else out, like I just have to sit with it for a moment and just appreciate how good of a picture it is and probably how long you took to get that. Dude, you're not kidding. These are amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Like I wouldn't just, right. I wouldn't just recommend somebody because like, all right, I knew him. Like there's so much quality here and He's also the kind of guy to not be fearless either. So like, I'm sure that those bear shots that are in there are, he's probably pretty <laughs> close to those bears. <laughs> yeah. Bears, turkeys, amazing. Like to have a, to get like such a cool side portrait of a bird. Like, yeah, these are he does, awesome. He does really good with bird photography. Yeah. But yeah, Nick's nature shots, go check out the Instagram. You know, if you got people that love 
good animal photography, go share it with them because, uh, yeah, he deserves, he deserves some credit here. He does really good work. Nice. Yeah. We'll put a link in the show notes, but Nick's underscore nature underscore shots on Instagram. That's awesome. Uh, I have a pick as well. Uh, mine's pretty simple. It is the app signal, which is a, uh, chat text and video app, but, uh, it is worthwhile because it is fully open source, which we've talked about a few a few times on the show, and uh, fully end-to-end encrypted at all times. So nothing ever gets shared on a server or anything that isn't fully encrypted between two people, which is great just for privacy and everything. Um, I feel like you always, again, anytime we've talked about privacy stuff here uh Always, you know, do your due diligence and use what you're comfortable with. But Signal is a uh, a nonprofit corporation or a nonprofit entity, which is kind of the. I think technically there's an LLC under that, but they're uh, I'm not 100 sure, but they're a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, most of their money, I believe, comes through donations, and then. Um, as far as I know, it's all donations. I haven't seen anything of any sort of like corporate sponsorships or anything like that, but um, really, really great app, uh, really easy to use and clean. Uh, it's a super nice app just in general. You can do uh, texts and, and video chat and everything like that. And it's completely, like I said, end-to-end encrypted, private, nothing stored anywhere. Um, it's available on everything, iPhone, iPad, Android, Mac and Windows, as well as Linux. Um, everything is completely open source. You can go to their GitHubs. You can see uh, their desktop apps, their iPhone apps. I'll double check real quick. I also think their Android app and then uh, the code that gets put onto their server. So, I mean, technically they do have a server, but all that information gets encrypted through. So, again, you know, when it comes to privacy, do your research, do what you're comfortable with you know, but, uh, check the details as best you can, but this is one that has a a great reputation and uh, is a really strong app to use, uh, especially in a world of Facebook messaging and mobile carriers having access to pretty much everything and WhatsApp and all that kind of stuff. Like signal is, is a really, really strong one and a, a smart one to use. Um, and it's a really nice app. It has like full on the iPhone. It has full like face ID and everything. And like, you know, really, uh, really nice to use awesome it's a really really good app i actually ran into that app for the first time today when i was doing research on my round for apps and movies so that's (laughs) That's really funny funny that you mentioned it yeah (laughs) that's really funny uh they have a yeah and then like you know they are a small team again they're a, a nonprofit, but um as far as i can tell as far as what i've seen in the space and in the tech space and stuff like that like if you're gonna rely on a uh something like this um they're they're a pretty good one sometimes privacy can be almost impossibly hard for the average person to roll out on their own and this is a a really good one that seems to have uh all their ducks in a row that's signal signal signal.org uh you can also find it again on iphone android pc mac uh linux all that stuff so that's my pick. Uh, if you have something we can shout out on the show or a trivia topic idea of your own, email them at things get wrong at gmail.com. Uh, all the social stuff is at things I got wrong. Website is things I got wrong.com. Check all that stuff out. The next episode will come out in uh, mid-June, so stick tuned for that. And uh, thanks again here to Stu and Rachel. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Rachel. 68! <laughs> <laughs> Our <laughs> oh of chaos. <laughs>
What are you doing? grab and absorb energy from the chaos. I am the chaos. Have a lovely evening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.